0: Everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rock Podcast. If you are hearing the excitement in my voice, it's because I am really enjoying this conversation that I'm having with our guest this week, Mrs. Nancy Campbell. She is just an absolute delight. She is one of those women, um, like I said in the first episode on Monday, who I just can sit at her feet. I just want to learn from her. I want to learn how to be a godly mom, how to be a godly wife, how to just be a godly woman. And answer this call that God has put on my life, um, with with my family and in my home. And so she is incredible. And I'm so glad that she's here with us this week. So we're gonna continue the conversation. But before we do, I wanna say thank you to our sponsor again, BJU Press Homeschool. No parent should homeschool alone. You guys don't homeschool alone. That's silly, don't do that. You have a God-given calling to bring up your children, to love God and to steward His creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Give them a call, you guys. They are great. They have just incredible staff of counselors and those who will help you work through curriculum and what's best for your family. So give them a call. Um, And thank you to BJU Press for sponsoring this podcast. Well, uh, Mrs. Nancy Campbell, welcome back. I'm so glad to have you back with me again today. Um, I'm really encouraged by this conversation. And, you know, I'm going to be really honest and transparent about something here. Um, As as I'm hearing you talk and you're talking about uh, serving our husbands and you're talking about just God's call on our lives as wives and as moms, there's a part of me, there's the part of me that's like, yes, 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 this is so important, so exciting because this is what God has called us to do. And then there's the other part of me that wants to almost recoil, not because I don't agree with it, but because I know that society doesn't agree with it. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, man, I hope that people aren't offended by this. And then I have to come back to reality and think, but God's word sometimes seems offensive and God's word is the best. It is the best way to live. And the way that our world and society is trying to do life and do marriage and do family is not working out so well. And so if we would just go back to God's word and back to his truth, I think we would have much stronger families. And so as we talked about in the last episode, it is not just a responsibility. It's not just a you know checkbox that we, okay, great, made meals for my husband today, set the table, did these things. It is a privilege that we have to be able to serve our families and serve our husbands in this way. And, and I don't ever wanna put you know unnecessary pressure on, Homeschool moms, we have a lot going on. We have a lot, you know, especially when we've got little ones, like you said, Nancy, um, there's so much going on in our day. And so we're not here to put more pressure on you. It's actually to just make your life more fulfilling and to make your family run the way that God has called us to run. And so, um, you know, when I think of a godly woman, I can I I always, always go to Titus 2, 3 through 5. I mean, that's instantly the part of scripture that I think about. And and it, it goes like this. For those who are not familiar, it says, Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good, which is exactly what Nancy's doing with us. They are to teach what is good and so train the young women to love their husbands and children. Again, this is what Nancy's doing with us this week. She's training us how to love our husbands and children to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands so that the word of God may not be reviled. And I love the end of that because it says, it ends with, so that the word of God may not be reviled. And what this all goes back to is honoring the Lord and in society and in our world and in, in you know the, the circles that we run, bringing honor to the Lord in the way that our families function. And so, Nancy, I would love for you to talk a- about, and, and again, I almost want to recoil and just go, oh, not the S word. I want to talk about submission and what that looks like in a godly marriage and that it's not a scary thing. It's not a bad thing. This is actually what God has called us to through his word. So let's talk about godly submission to our husbands. What does that look like? okay. Um, I, before I do, I, I just noticed that you uh, mentioned
1: how, wow, I hope this is not going to be offensive. And, and you know, when I'm talking about marriage and home and motherhood, um, it, it's amazing. I, I just feel, oh, well, this is normal. I mean, and yet what you are saying, there are some women who are going to think it's offensive. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, why do they think it's offensive? Because they are listening to the world. They are conforming to society. And, uh, you know, if we are in the word, this book here, um, we will know that that, um, this is his truth, that Mm -hmm. he planned for women to be in the home. And that, yes, uh, the Bible does say that wives are to be submissive to their husbands. I mean, this is the Word of God. Right. And um, But it's not just in one scripture. It's right through, and we'd have to do a whole study to go through it all. But, um, you know, it's, it's as we get the Word in our hearts, uh, then it just becomes normal. Yes, and I believe we are in, we are more than any other time, we are living in a world of lies, yeah. in a world of deception. Hmm. All around us is deception in the world. Sadly, it's even coming into the church because often the majority of people in the church are living like the world. Yeah. They are putting their children in daycares and going off into their careers and that is not in the word. It's not here. Yeah. You you just read it that, you know, we are to be, as the King James says, um Keepers at home. Your translation said to be working in the home. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it's very. And I'm talking about submission. But I'll talk about this first. We'll get onto that sure. one. No, it's okay. Um, it's interesting. Some uh, versions, some translations of the Bible, it, they they will be taking their translation from either of two manuscripts, and so one will bring out the aspect of working in the home, which is, um, it's correct, and um, we are to work in the home. I'm a great believer in women working. (laughs) Where are they to work? God has given this sphere, this domain, where they are queen of their domain, and this is where they work. Then there's other translations that come from a different manuscript, and they will say keepers of the home or guardians of the home. And that is also correct. In fact, it's so interesting. If you go back to the very beginning in Genesis, because everything starts in the beginning, and we go to Genesis, and we're just reading in the very beginning here in Genesis 2, verse 15, and the Lord God took the man and put him into the Garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. The word dress it in the Hebrew there means to work. Yes, to work, sweat coming down your brow. Yes, and that was before the fall. Yeah. Because work is not uh, a negative. Right. Work is a positive. Right. Work is therapeutic. Work is amazing because it, it releases inventions and innovative things and amazing things. It's marvelous. Yeah. And then it says, and to keep it, that means to guard it. So isn't it interesting that the two things that God put the man in the garden to do— are actually there in Titus chapter two. We are working in our home and we are guarding our home. And then it says that we are to love our husbands and love our children. It's an interesting word about love. We might get onto that later. But you're asking about submission. Submission to your husband. What is the word? In the Greek, it's hupoteso. And hupo, Means under tasso means to uh, sit in an orderly fashion, and so it's speaking of the wife coming under her husband in an orderly fashion. Mm-hmm. Now, whew, so many women who can't even stand that, right? <laughs> I, I mean, today, they, this submission, which was accepted as you know, a godly attribute. And where does it come from? It comes from Christ himself. He submitted to the Father's will. I mean, he submitted to the cross. Yeah. When we think of sometimes we as wives have to submit to some little thing and we're jumping up and down and stamping our feet. Goodness me, Jesus submitted himself to the cross. Not only the cross, but to take upon him the sin and the sicknesses of the world. And, and what does it say? Have this same attitude in you. Have this same mind. But it is a beautiful word because you see in other places where it's used, I love the first part of that word, under, under. Oh, my, my wives don't like that part. Under. <laughs> Oof, I'm not coming under. No, thank you. But, Why do we come under to be covered? Now, God uses exactly the same word when he's talking about the mustard tree that was a little seed and it grows up to be this great big tree so the birds of the air can just shelter under it. Same word. Yeah. Now, is that awful? No, that's beautiful. Yeah.
0: We are going to talk more about that today, but first let's take a break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com.
1: When Jesus was crying over, over Jerusalem, and He said, oh, you know, that you were just um you know come uh, come to me like like little chickens come under the wings of their of the hen you know that scripture and once again when you think of the little chickens coming under the wings of the mother hen is that something that's negative no it's beautiful it's that covering and that's what it means we submit because we're having this protection, this covering. That is what it's all about. And God mm. created the man as the head. I mean, even over in First Timothy, I was just been thinking about this the last couple of days again, and I wrote a couple of posts on Facebook um these last couple of days about it. Because I write a post to wives and mothers on facebook every day so if you want to get on be encouraged you can and first timothy 2 and uh yes first let's see here verse 13 for adam was first formed then eve and because he was first formed and he was the one who even named eve showing his headship over her. But then it goes on to say, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. And I only just discovered this as I was looking into the Greek, that here, um, there's two uh, two times the word deceived in that uh one scripture and they're compound words, meaning that the second verb has more intensity than the first. And so, other translations and I just had it here because this was the post I wrote today. And uh, other translations say, "Bring this out." Uh, Ways translation. It is. It was entirely through her being utterly deceived. You see, Mm. there's a greater intensity on the second verb, so it wasn't just deceived, um, but utterly deceived that the woman became involved in the transgression. West's translation, Adam was not deceived, but the woman, having been completely hoodwinked, fell into the transgression. Weymouth's translation, Adam was not deceived, but his wife was thoroughly deceived. Mm. Wow, I had never noticed that before. But you see, why do we need a covering? We have a tendency to deception. Mm -hmm. Yes, I guess because we have that greater sensitivity, but that can be a negative and a positive because often women are more sensitive to the working of God in their life, but they can be more sensitive and open to deception too. And so we do need our covering. I know, I don't know where I'd be without my husband. Goodness me, I'd be wild and doing I don't know what. No, he has been. Me too. Yes, he is a covering and a protection to me. And I am so, well, I wasn't always glad, but I have learned to be so glad of that. And so it is a submitting. Now, of course, we never, no woman has to submit to that which is against the word of God or evil. If a husband is trying to make a wife do something that is totally evil, right. uh, no, she does not submit to that. No, but she submits to her husband in the Lord. Yeah. And uh, so it is a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I think it's something we learn. Yeah. Um, I I just I can remember learning it <laughs> I can remember just, you know, I just couldn't, I just didn't want to submit. And I I would just go into my bedroom. This is as a young wife. And I would just get on my knees and just say, oh, God, just work your anointing of submission in my heart. Your attitude. You submitted to the cross. Oh, God. And I would just wait there for God to do it in my heart heart because he had to change my selfish heart. Sure. You know, and um, but then you do learn. And as you do, wow, you you find a husband can relax when his wife has that attitude toward him because, oh, well, you know, he doesn't have to keep laying down the law because she knows that she's going to have that a sure. spirit of submission to him. Now, once again, that doesn't mean you never open your mouth and say what you think. Goodness me. I, I mean, <laughs> Colin and I are both very strong. And, um, you know, and we often have different opinions. Even, even on um, theology, we will have different opinions. And, you know, we actually will discuss them. And I don't change my opinion, nor does he. It doesn't matter. <laughs> We just say, we don't have to agree with one another as long as right. we love one another. <laughs> right. Right. But, you know, in things where we have to submit, um, you find that as the years go on, you just become so much one that mm-hmm. help. It, there doesn't, there's no issue. It does not even right. become an issue. Because that is actually, actually the whole concept of marriage is oneness. Right. Oneness. In right. fact, there's one writer who said, uh, when you get married, your two list uh, ceases to exist.
0: Yeah.
1: You're one. You're one flesh, but you're one in mind and spirit and in every other way. Mm-hmm. So we need to always be seeking in our marriages to be one. Absolutely one. Yep. Yes, we have to think. You see, we always have to think God's thoughts. Sure. And. In the natural, we really think, oh, well, we think, you know, what I want, and we think separately. But, right. no, we've got to begin to think more and more oneness. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, it starts with one flesh. The married couple are not coming together in one flesh. Really, the Bible says continually, um, they are not what, doing what they're meant to do.
0: And um, being one in every other way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the more we do that, you know, when a wife refuses to submit, like you, I love that you're talking about just becoming one, they go in different directions because the husband is trying to lead. The wife is saying, no, I'm not going to allow you to do that. And then she wonders why there's turmoil in her marriage and why her family is, you know, in chaos and why her marriage is falling apart. And it's because, like you said, I mean, this is exactly how God created it to be. And I, you know, I, I feel like I'm still learning this, but I would say it was probably 17 years ago, 18 years ago that I really started to understand what submission looked like. And, you know, like you, I have, I have a fairly strong personality. I I know what I want and I want what I want and I know what I believe and I want my way. And it's really hard for me sometimes, um, but... Again, the closer I grow to the Lord, the more I want to become like him and the more I want to become the wife that he's called me to be. And so that's all the more that I want to submit to my husband because I know that when I do, it brings harmony and peace and joy into our family. And we're going to talk about this. We're out of time right now, but I want to talk about this um, tomorrow. It sets that example for my girls. And, you know, they are very much becoming who I am and they're going to go into marriage. with what they've seen, me, you know, exactly. exemplify for them. And so that's that's a high calling. Um, but it's one that I take very seriously. And so I really want to be that godly wife for them and to display that um, for them so that they can have wonderful, successful marriages um as well, just like you have, and just like God is, um, you know, created for my husband and I. so but we're out of yeah. time. Um, so we will be back tomorrow. I forgot to ask this in the last one, but we'll have all these links in the show notes. Where can people find out more about you and the Above Rubies Ministry? Um, go to the website,
1: aboverubies.org, hey. org.com, O-R-G, and uh, there you will find so much on the um, front page. Uh, you will see my podcast, and mm-hmm. uh, you can click on that, and that comes out every week, every Tuesday morning. You'll be so blessed by that, mm. especially for wives
0: and mothers, and you'll be encouraged every week. We'll put all of those links in the show notes so that you can learn more about Nancy and not just learn about her, but be encouraged by her and the Above Ruby's ministry. You guys, there's so much good information on there. So we'll link to that. And again, if you've not signed up for the Homegrown Generation Family Expo, go to the website homegrowngeneration.com Get all the information there, see who all the speakers are, see when they're speaking, and join us for that conference. It's gonna be a blast. Homegrowngeneration.com. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye.
1: What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both